It's the show the establishment warned you about. Yes, this is the Dr. Tommy Show. We are coming to you live from the free state of Florida. Thank you for joining us this morning. This is, uh, I'm Tommy and this is Tracy. Try that again. Good morning. Good morning. I turned your mic up. Uh, today we have uh, unseasonably, well, uh, unseasonably, I guess seasonably cold weather in Florida, but it's also wet. Yes. I don't like it. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird, uh, weird day for us, but it's one of the few days out of the, or few weeks out of the year when we actually have what we consider winter. Mm-hmm. We're coming from the free state of Florida because uh, you're able to do things here that you can't do. You know, everything, if you look at the news today or talk radio or everything is COVID, COVID, COVID. And um, one of the things about COVID is that it's treated so differently across the across the country. And one of the things that was great about Florida, is great about Florida, is that we have freedom here. And one of the freedoms we had was the freedom to use Regeneron. However, breaking news from Tracy this morning, this is uh, from... Um, this is from mynews13.com. This is breaking news. Monoclonal antibody sites throughout Florida ordered closed by the FDA. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so um, we only had a few sites anyway. Um, we, I think, originally had maybe 12 locations in the state of Florida that were available to, um, to everyone. And uh, then it went down to three sites. And um, now you can't get it at all. Yeah. Because I said that the monoclonal antibody sites throughout Florida will be closed after the FDA removed treatment authorization for Regeneron and Eli Lilly monoclonal antibody treatments, according to a statement from the Florida Department of Health. Yeah. So originally there was a standing order. So if you were exposed to COVID um, or if you had COVID, you didn't even have to have it. Um, you could go get monoclonal antibodies and it was either an IV or an injection. Right. And this was to help with, uh, you know, hospitalization rates to keep them low, um, and, uh, to keep people from potentially dying and keep people from having to go to the hospital, keep people out of the hospital. Cause as we know, a lot of the treatments that they do in the hospital are just supportive care. Well, once you go to the hospital, apparently I don't know for sure, but I've been told and I've read that you cannot get monoclonal antibodies once right. you go to the hospital. Well, that's true. I believe. So uh, um, said that. <clears throat> anyway, now you can't get it at all. Now you can't get it at all. And the reason they say it is because look here, they're only looking out for you. And it says here, this is from the FDA's Twitter account. Uh, Today, the FDA revised authorizations for two monoclonal antibody treatments to limit their use to only when a patient is likely to have been infected with or exposed to a variant that is susceptible to these treatments, meaning non-Omicron. So how in the hell is your average person out there supposed to know if they have Omicron or been exposed to Delta or the original one or someone that hasn't been named yet? Yeah. Our COVID tests say positive or negative. Right. They do not test us. Everyone's test. They do not tell us what variant a patient has. And mostly you go off. I'm assuming they're going off symptoms. Okay. But we know that the the symptoms are so varied. Well, under this criteria, you won't be able to get treatment, basically. Because they'll say, oh, you want Regeneron? Great. Show me your uh, your uh, viral uh, preliminary uh, chain reaction D- DNA or RNA that shows that you have Delta. Mm-hmm. Show me that. Oh, I don't have that. Nobody has that. 
Oh, well, then you can't get Regeneron. But if you had that, we, we'll allow you. See, we're just looking out for you. We want you to get Regeneron. They're always looking really, out for us. This is really something <clears throat> exceptional as far as the government's concerned, uh, overstepping its bounds, the federal government. And I won't be surprised if there's a lawsuit filed against the FDA because of this by, yeah. by DeSantis. Right. Well, yeah, DeSantis is pretty angry. You know, but like we talked about earlier, so they're saying that this is not, um, the monoclonal antibodies are not effective for Omicron. Right. We also know that the vaccine is not effective for this variant. Exactly. Yet we still And, and that's have not just mandate. us saying that. That's the Pfizer CEO saying that. Right. He and said that two shots. I think shots, the CDC might have said so as well. Yeah. Two shots of the uh, Pfizer CEO said, and this has since been expunged from the internet as far as we can tell. But the Pfizer CEO did say, and this was from Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, uh, I heard this, that you, and they played it, that you can, ha- he had an interview with someone, he said after one, after two shots of the vaccination series, which is considered fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. it offers little to no benefit to Omicron. Okay. <laughs> so in my guess, if Omicron is the dominant variant right there, and he's saying, he's the Pfizer CEO saying, look, if you get our full vaccination series, you are not protected. Why in the hell would you get the full vaccination series if that's what's going around? Isn't that the same logic that they apply here to Regeneron? Right. Yeah. Yeah, we still have people losing their jobs. I was just texted yesterday by a very close friend who's not vaccinated. She doesn't want to be vaccinated. She doesn't feel that she needs to be vaccinated. And um, now, so she's required to wear an N95 mask. Okay, that's not a huge big deal, I guess. Um, but now she's no longer allowed to sit in the kitchen yeah. at her office. Right. Because she's lunch. unvaccinated. Because she's unvaccinated. Therefore, she can spread Omicron. Right? <laughs> That's their theory. But right. we know but that... <laughs> also, every other person in that office who is vaccinated and even boosted can spread Omicron. Right. We know right. that people... we Right now, people that are vaccinated have COVID. A lot of them. And I including uh, General Lloyd Austin, who uh, who favored uh, masking along with the face shield mm-hmm. secretary of defense. He got COVID. He's boosted and everything. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, I know we know pers- people on a personal level who are vaccinated and are adamant about wearing masks everywhere. Right. And still have COVID. And we know people who have had the vaccination and the booster who say, Hell no, I'm not getting any more boosters right. because it made me feel bad. And um, that's what they want, though. That's, that's one of the yeah. things we have here. Get in the our shot staff. if you want to get the shot. If you feel that it's going to help you or protect you, get it. This is, this but is, no one should be forced to take any type of experimental vaccine. No one should be forced to inject something into their body. No one should be forced to do anything against their will in this country uh, unless it's something that is... Be, they're doing it because you're taking away someone else's liberty. So if someone mm-hmm. wants to kill me, then I should be able to force that person not to kill me because he's trying to take my liberty. <coughs> or if someone's trying to wants to steal my property, I should be able to force them not to steal my property because they're infringing on my liberty. I'm infringing on no one's liberty if I choose not to get a medical treatment. I don't mm-hmm. give a damn if it's COVID if it's cancer, if it's whatever. And they say, well, it's an infectious disease, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you stay home if you're sick, right? Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, they won't stay home. They'll still spread it. So what? 
If you have vaccines, you will still spread it. Mm-hmm. If you're the most vaccinated person on this earth, you could still spread it. Apparently, it may be even more likely to. Mm-hmm. This is this, yeah. this is from this blaze. CDC changing definition of fully vaccinated to include boosters. This is a uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who is uh, probably going to go down in history as one of the most ineffective CDC directors due to her uh, uh, conflicting uh, messaging. Anyway, she says. What we're really working on is to pivot the language to make sure that everybody is up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines as personally could be, should be based on their last vaccine. But right now, what we're pivoting our language, really want to make sure people are up to date. So they're saying now, up to date is the new thing, not fully vaccinated, up to date. Mm -hmm. So let's say, let's say that you want to prevent Omicron. Okay. You don't Mm -hmm. want to get Omicron. You're going to get two vaccines, right? Mm -hmm. Which the Pfizer CEO says is not effective against Omicron. At that point, you're up to date. Mm-hmm. But if you wait six more months, you got to get the booster. And if you don't, you're no longer up to date. Right. And that whole time, though, you can get Omicron and spread it and kill granny. Right. So we know that the Pfizer CEO says the third and fourth shot don't do anything for you. I don't know if he said that. He said the first <laughs> and second does. He does. I don't know if they he know. He said the third, the, the third and fourth is ineffective. Oh. Okay. I watched. The, I did watch the video. I think it's been taken down now. So, so the third and fourth are ineffective and the first and second are ineffective. Well, he did say the first and second can provide oh. some protection, but the third and fourth are ineffective. And um, so, yeah, but yes, if you've had two and then you uh, decide to get a third booster and then we know that a fourth booster is most likely coming. If you don't get that fourth booster, you will not be vaccinated. You will no longer be up to date. You will not be up to date. It says, this is Dr. Fauci. When does it end? Well, this is Dr. Fauci speaking of when does it end because he's the uh, Svengali of uh, COVID-19. It's going to be a matter of, this is what Dr. Fauci was talking about, uh, when is the definition of fully boosted against uh, COVID-19 going to change? He says, that it's going to be a matter of when, not if, the definition changes, Fauci said during a CNN interview. But when you're talking about optimal protection, there's no doubt from the data that we have that to be optimally protected, you have to get a third shot of mRNA and a second shot of J&J. So there's no doubt from the data we have, he says. Good old Fauci. Then. I wonder how many patients Dr. Fauci's treated. Since he started his. For uh, COVID. Yeah. Just curious. Since he started in uh, medicine 50 years ago, working for the government. Um. This is something that's interesting. This is from Daniel Horowitz. This is The Blaze. It says, Moderna CEO promises triple combo Corona flu, RSV, mRNA by 2023. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even like childhood vaccines that that combine two or three in one shot. Mm -hmm. So you've got one bottle that's got all three of these in it. And then you draw it up. You give them like usually it's half a cc and you inject that into the child. I don't even like that. I would rather split them up, you know. Mm. Um, it's just, I think it's a little scary. And I remember Kaylee having a reaction to the MMR and the varicella when they started combining it. Mm-hmm. So Madison got it, the MMR separate, and she got varicella separate, um, and she did perfectly fine. But she had a full-on measles rash mm. when she received the vaccine, MMR and varicella. Uh, she received like six shots at one time at 12 months old. Mm. And guess what? Rash full me. <laughs> Measles rash. Six shots, yeah, because that's that's a lot of vaccines to put down at one point. Yeah, for a little 20-pound child. So this is the mRNA vaccine that they're doing, which is 
brand new. If you so you have side effects already from the vaccine, people have side effects from the vaccine for um, COVID. Right. So this is triple. This is crazy, and this is for your children. Yeah, this no is, way. This is, says during a World Economic Forum panel discussion titled "COVID nineteen: What's Next." Moderna CEO Stefan Bensel revealed the next step of the vaccine wars. This is a quote. And the other piece we're working on for 2023 is how do we make it possible from a societal standpoint that people want to be vaccinated? What we're trying to do by this is is preparing vaccines. We're working on the flu vaccine. We're working on an RSV vaccine. And our goal is to be able to have a single annual booster so you don't have compliance issues. When people don't want to get two or three shots a winter, but they will get one dose when they get a booster for Corona, a booster for flu, and a boost and RSV to make sure that people get their vaccine. So he's going to roll them all into one. Three mRNA, mRNA vaccines all in one. Yeah, no, not for our children. Uh, one of the other things is that vaccines have always been uh, worrisome for is this thing called antibody-dependent enhancement. And if you look on the internet, you don't find much about this, but here is something that's actually, oh, you don't find anything much from it from the official uh, record, but here's something from uh, Children's Hospital of Pennsylvania. It has a page on its website about antibody-dependent enhancement. And it says, antibody-dependent enhancement occurs when the antibodies generated during immune response recognize and bind to a pathogen, but they are unable to prevent infection. Instead, these antibodies act as a Trojan horse, allowing the pathogen to get into cells and exacerbate the immune response. Chop explains this is what's happened with the failed RSV vaccine in 1967. In clinical trials, children who were given the vaccine were more likely to develop or die from pneumonia after infection with RSV. As a result of this finding, the clinical trial stopped and the vaccine was never submitted for approval or released to the public. But there is an RSV vaccine now. There is now. But the original one they had, they had a problem with this. This is how we we get this term, antibody-dependent enhancement. Okay. But RSV is, um, the vaccine is... I mean, it used to be. I don't know what it is now. I don't believe any of. Uh, I don't believe our daughters have ever got that. But I think it's mostly for children that were born premature, right? Or, or they so they uh, like twins, for instance, born mm-hmm. underweight, um, born with, um, you know, their lungs weren't fully developed. You know more about that than me. Well, I used to give it when I worked in pediatrics, but it was to those children that had, uh, you know, compromised lungs. So this vaccine that they're making is a triple whammy, and I don't know that many people are going to be up for that as an experimental drug. And that's what they're going to do it as another EUA. They're, they're always uh, going to use. There'll this be on, lots of people that will do it. Well, there will be lots of people, like the guy this morning. I was listening to Hugh Hewitt on the way in this morning, and they, he was talking. He was taking calls from people who had all the vaccines, and they wanted to. And they wanted to know when they're going to get the fourth booster. That was the question: Are you going to get the fourth booster? And if it's the question is yes, why? So mm-hmm. the fourth shot, meaning the second booster of the mm-hmm. fourth shot series now with the second booster, which is some countries are doing or some have stopped doing them mm-hmm. like uh, in Israel. So they're doing it. They, he asked this, this guy was calling in and he goes, uh, yes, I, I came. I'm calling. And he says, well, do you want to get the fourth, fourth shot? The, the second booster? He's like, I've already had it. And he says, oh, Hugh Hewitt says, well, how did you do that? And he goes, well, because I'm a physician. And so he had access to it, apparently, because okay. he's a frontline worker. Anyway, he said, yes, I'm, I'm so glad I got it. And uh, I have patients that come in and say that they don't want to get it. And I tell them they're crazy. 
which is pretty funny because we're always taught in med school, you're supposed to honor everyone's beliefs and wishes, no matter how mm-hmm. you know different from theirs you are. You have to have diversity. But this guy apparently doesn't abide by that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably establishment's view that you, there is no diversity of thought when it comes to COVID. Mm-hmm. You must be mono, monolithic in thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, so diversity is no longer uh, a problem. But anyway, he said, yeah, I've had it. I've had all those shots, and I've never had COVID. So... I'm happy with that. He goes, and my my kid had the shot too. And, and you know, he had a few days. Uh, he had some pericarditis. And at that point, I just turned it off because I'm not going to listen to this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy had a, a kid who had the COVID vaccine. The chances of his son or daughter, his son, having COVID and having a serious complication is minuscule. And yet right. he voluntarily gave him this vaccine that gave him pericarditis. Right. Now, I have read that on average, there's about 800 children a week. Um, being admitted to the hospital for this Omicron variant. But we know also that these children, the article also said these children have other underlying conditions. Cancer, asthma. Yes, every single person that, or every single child that goes to the hospital for, you know, they're having a cancer, a side effect from cancer, or uh, they, one child in particular cut his foot on glass. Um, They're swabbing every single person. So it's just, um, they, oh, wow, your child has COVID, but I had no clue. Right. That's what's happening. Um, so these children are, yeah, there's, but there are also, there are also kids that are going to the hospital with COVID that have asthma and they're needing IVs and they're needing some O2. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, is the COVID, um, doesn't affect children as badly as it does adults. Right. But now we're hearing more and more about hospitalizations. Yes. And what have we also had more and more of? Um, what? Vaccination. Right, yeah. So yeah. is that is that related? I mean, that's, that's not, it's forbidden to ask that question. I acknowledge right. that. Right. And it very well may be that that will get this banned from YouTube. That's all right, though, because it's on Rumble, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a question about the antibody-dependent mm-hmm. antibody dependent enhancement. And the question is, is, too, is it comes down to autonomy and full disclosure and uh was it informed consent Mm -hmm. and when they're doing informed consent for vaccines they need to be up front about what the risks are right most people don't know a lot of people don't know the risks involved well or some people do know the risks involved and they are willing to risk that and that's really to take the chance when it comes down to that personal choice if you want to choose to do that that is completely your choice i think it's fine i think it's great you have a choice. Yes. I mean, you know, there's a vaccine. Some people have a choice. Right. Some people don't. Right. But I think that um, I think that it's good that there is a vaccine out there available yeah. for people to for the COVID um, virus, uh, also for the flu. Yeah. Some, uh, you know, but I don't feel like anyone should be forced to get it. You can't go a, into a restaurant right. unless you're vaccinated. It's or some absurd. People, people have the choice, except some people don't, like the healthcare people who are covered by the Supreme Court ruling. Right. From healthcare a, people do they're not smart from enough. the three liberal justices and the two swingers uh kavanaugh and roberts yeah so they cited and said look any facility that's federally funded by medicare or medicaid i don't even know what the real actual ruling is but is essentially a ruling that affects healthcare workers they have to get them they have to get the covid vaccine. they have to get the covid vaccine but also there's such a shortage of nursing staff if you have COVID and you were, let's say you still have a little bit of a fever, but it's been seven days. 
Well, guess what? You're back to work. They want you to go back to work because yeah. there's they need people to, you know, they need nurses. They need nursing staff. But, okay, you just have a little fever. That's right. Come on back. Well, I have COVID. I'm still testing positive. Oh, we need you. Yeah. But if you're unvaccinated. You can't uh, work at all. Or like your friend, you can't eat in does the that kitchen. Make any, yes. Does that make any sense to no. me? Uh, it does not make any sense to me whatsoever. I don't get it. I don't understand it. There's a desire out there for people who are the smartest. And this is not just with COVID. This is everything. This is Obamacare. This is school choice. This is whatever you name it. There are people out there who know better than you. So there are people out there who are your betters. They're smarter than you. They want a better school than you. They may be, uh, they watch better cable news channels than you and read better uh, uh, internet uh, blogs than you. And so they know better. They know better. And oftentimes these people gravitate towards government because governments where you can take that uh, mental pathology and use it to your advantage. So they can be placed in charge of it or, for instance, of uh, large bureaucracies, whereas in a private sector, you would never be in charge of anything of that large in nature because you're incompetent or you're not good enough. <laughs> but these people who are just so strongly believe in themselves get placed in these positions of power and they start formulating all these rules that everyone must follow. And some of them get on the Supreme court. Yeah. Who looks to, I need some advice. Let me log into the government's website. Some people do that. Um, amazingly enough. This is interesting. This is uh, actually pathetic. This is from Breitbart. It says Gonzaga suspends legendary alum, John Stockton season tickets over mask refusal. So John Stockton is a, Hall of Famer point guard from the Utah Jazz. And uh, that's actually the last time I ever watched NBA was when the Utah Jazz was in the finals against the, the Bulls back in the end of the millennium last last time. But it says, former NBA star John Stockton, Gonzaga University's most famous alumni, has his season tickets revoked by the school because he won't wear a mask at home games. Yeah, he's so nice about it, though, isn't he? He yeah. doesn't even seem angry. He's a nice guy overall. I mean, I remember watching him. He used to get fouled so hard, and you know, he's he was a he was. <laughs> that's why I liked him. You know, he's mm-hmm. just kind of like a hard worker, a lunch lunch pail, bring your lunch pail to work type guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the end of the article, it says <clears throat> the famed NBA player is known as a vaccine skeptic. Even in the spokesman review interview, he claimed that more than 100 pro athletes had died immediately after being vaccinated. He also said that tens of thousands have died from taking the COVID vaccine. It's all the, conspiracy. The CDC claims has received the CDC claims. Oh, so maybe the CDC hasn't really done it, but the CDC claims it has received reports of 11,468 deaths of Americans in the weeks following vaccination. However, the agency has not determined if any of those deaths are related to various coronavirus vaccines themselves or from other causes. I thought the VAERS was more like 20,000. That's worldwide. Okay. So they're talking about United States. Okay, okay. Now here's a question I have about this, and I've had it since the beginning and no one's been able to answer it, or I haven't been able to find the answer, is, okay, so that's how many people from VAERS data died after the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. We can't say it's from the COVID vaccine. Possibly it is. Possibly it isn't. Maybe it's just a coincidence. Whatever the case is, that many people died after the COVID vaccine, okay? Mm-hmm. What is the comparable data for every other vaccine? Right. What is the death data for people? This same data. Not, not saying, mm-hmm. look, Tdap did not cause this. Mm-hmm. We don't can't say that for sure, but we know after they got the Tdap vaccine that they died. Right. 
how many what is the numbers for tdap what's the numbers for the flu vaccine what's the numbers for the mmr what's the numbers for the varicella vaccine what's the numbers for the it's easy to find you can go onto the var site and you'll see since you know 1999 i believe is when the site Yes. When available. And you'll see it's, it's you know, a, like it's a creepy crawly look. So it's like this. Sixty six. And then or we some... get to COVID, we're like <laughs> You should look that up out there. If you're interested in finding something and, and, and seeing something that requires uh, people in charge to be more forthcoming about information, look at that chart, the VAERS death data report. Mm-hmm. It is shocking. It looks like the the uh, graph of uh, the the United States debt. It just exponentially yeah. goes up in the last, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the last part of that graph. Right. Um, if if you would get the MMR and the doctor would say, look, there's a chance that um, your child might die from this vaccine. Yeah, they'd be like, well, sure. Or develop a heart condition. They, yeah. Well, what, what happens if my consent. child gets measles? Well, they could have a fever. They could potentially die from that as well, but most likely they're not going to. Yeah. Um, so you have to weigh out the options. Yeah. I I choose you know we choose not to vaccinate our think, children because I don't think, I don't we think know that full COVID's not going to it, there's a huge chance COVID would not hurt them you know so yeah. see that's part of informed consent too is is not necessarily what can this drug do for you but what would happen if you don't get it mm. like I tell people when I sew them up I say uh, you don't have to have a uh, laceration repair you don't have to have sutures. Um, you can leave it open and it will heal on its own. These are your risks. Mm-hmm. It may be a worse scar. You may be having an infection. Uh, it may take longer to heal, mm-hmm. but that's your risk. So that's if you don't do what I'm going to re- recommend. And if you do do what I recommend, this is the additional risk. Mm-hmm. If you get sutures, it's going to be uh, some pain with the procedure within the anesthetic. And then, you know, there's a potential still for, for scarring and also infection. So that's informed consent. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see what the informed consent is at your average place giving out COVID vaccines to children, like mm-hmm. the schools, for instance, up north where they're giving them out in schools. Right. I'd like to see what the informed consent is. I would. I like I've to seen see actually ad or not ads headlines where they said there is none. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Of course, we don't know. No. I mean, they'll never. That will never happen in schools in Florida. Well, um, no, I don't think so. I don't think uh, Governor DeSantis will allow that. I don't think there's any schools doing that in Florida. Is there? I don't know. No idea. I wouldn't think so, but I don't know. Uh, well, no, actually, they did have some of the schools in Hillsborough County were set up to vaccinate hmm. on the weekends. Hmm. Well, I don't know. We'll way, never know. If they are doing it, they need to be given informed consent. The parents need to be given informed consent hmm. about what's going on. And the right. parents need Potential to really side think effects. about it. Hmm. Uh, but again, you know, that's important to have a choice. Mm-hmm. That's the most right. important thing. That's the main thing. I shouldn't, you should not mandate that you can't have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. You should not mandate that you must have the vaccine. I you still think it's interesting that we have the flu vaccine and we know, I mean, we have the flu, uh, we have the flu vaccine. It's never been mandated, ever. And we know that you could, there could be upwards towards 50,000, 60,000 people die a year of the flu vaccine, of the flu. But it's never been mandated ever, and and COVID, I think. Well, I don't think COVID's going away. I think it's here for the long haul. Yeah. So, will later and later, let's say, you know, we know flu has been around for years and years. Mm-hmm. You know, so twenty five years from now, 
Are we going to be more like 30,000 people died a year of COVID? 40,000 people, just like the I flu? I don't think there'll be that many. You think it'll I be a lot less? Well, it's hard to say. <laughs> if it's if it was a natural virus, I don't think there'd be that many. We if know, it was made in the <clears throat> Wuhan lab, then who the hell knows what's in it? Right. But, well, we still have the flu. You know, you still can get the flu vaccine, and we still have... Yeah, you know, a large I amount of people dying from the flu, my, vaccinated or not vaccinated. My my gut instinct says that if it were a coronavirus that came from a bat that someone ate at a wet market in China and then naturally spread throughout their worth, the world, I would say that that coronavirus would eventually become like the other coronaviruses that make people sick and be <clears throat> not very pathogenic and not causing many deaths. Similar to what Omicron is now, but even to a greater extent. But we know that's not the case. I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Well, they it. tested 80,000 animals, and guess Again, what? If this now has been cut black on YouTube, uh, you can head over to Rumble. <laughs> 80,000 animals were tested, and you can find that. Yeah, Dr. You can look that up. 80,000 animals were tested. Guess what? They didn't find it. Dr. Rand Paul has a good exchange with Fauci about that, if you just Google that. But yeah, you're right. So it's probably made in the. I mean, let's say. I mean, even John Stewart. Who John Stewart? If you're if you're a liberal person, John Stewart is like Walter Cronkite. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that derogatory. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that's he's believed. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're a liberal person, as far as news is concerned, John Stewart is the one that broached the topic on the Colbert show mm-hmm. about it, and he said, "Look, this thing is called the Wuhan virus, or at least it was before that was considered mm-hmm. racist," and what is in Wuhan? But the Wuhan virus lab. Come on, you. What is the odds? Yes. But no, it came from a wet market. And we knew this Where from the very beginning. They've been eating bats for thousands of years. And we knew this from the very beginning. Yeah. And also now they're saying too. So COVID, we've been dealing with it for two years. Guess what? Natural immunity. Oh yeah, that's actually, the newest thing. Yeah. Nat- they actually said natural immunity is better. Who would have the, thought? But see, if you said that on Twitter not long ago, you'd be banned. Well, in the past, they were saying, even if you had COVID, right, you, you should, should get still, the vaccine. You should still get the vaccine because then you've got superpowers. Right, you got more in Dr. Fauci. And they're probably, and I'm sure they're still saying that. Yeah, you know, some I'm sure some scientists are still saying, yeah, even if you had COVID, you know, the thing is they don't know how long your immunity is going to last. Now we do know, and also, okay, can you get every single variant? Okay, there's five variants, right? Of COVID? Yeah. Of coronavirus? Of coronavirus. Oh, I don't okay. know. I mean, there's probably hundreds. But the ones that infect people. The ones people, that infect the people. The common cold, yes. Right, the one yes, that yes, we've yes. been dealing right, with. Right, 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 right. Can you get, can a person potentially get each variant? We know yeah. for a fact that. Yeah, yeah um, you can get every variant of a you cold. Can get, you can at least get. Olivia's on two. her second cold. Right, and she just, that's right. It could have been a rhinovirus or something else, but it could have been a coronavirus. Either mm-hmm. way, she has, yeah. Right. She's got uh, stuffiness she's got and a, a runny nose, and she has a little bit of a cough. Yeah. So she has a cold. Right. Whether or not it's coronavirus or rhinovirus, it's a cold. So it, clinically, it's a cold. So switching gears, we finished up Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Season four? Yeah. Was that? Oh, it was four? Season four. Okay. And yeah, not to awesome. give anything away, but you should watch the whole series and watch it. Uh, watch it before you watch 1883 because if you try to binge 1883 you're not going to get very far 
Yeah, there's, there's only five, five episodes, which is really now. sad because we're gonna be watching five maybe tonight. But then you can switch over and start watching Ozark. Yeah, I'm so ready for Ozark. I'm, so Ozark like, starting. Uh, yes, well, it started on 21st. Yeah, I almost feel like before we dive into the new season of Ozark, should watch a few episodes of the old, of the old, you know the season. Yeah. What is it? What season is Ozark now? Is this I think four? This is the fourth season. Okay, I think I, we should at least watch the finale. Of season of three. three. I, I think so, too. Because that's when that attorney got her her right. head blown off. Right. Because it's been two years yeah. since Ozark. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was reading about it yesterday. Well, mostly about Jason Bateman. But I'm so excited to watch Ozark. Yeah. In 1883, guys, if you haven't seen that, it's a great show. I think it's really good. I, I like it's it. It's kind of got a Deadwood flavor to it. It's got a kind mm-hmm. of a general kind of western flavor to it yeah really uh, to me it seems, Tim McGraw is actually a very good actor I think he is you know he has acted in other movies I I don't believe Faith Hill has acted in other she's thing. good too yeah I think she's pretty good um but yeah it reminds me of an old traditional western um so if you don't like westerns maybe you'll think oh well, well I I'm not I don't like westerns but give it a try you know yeah. I think too it, it's it's a revisionist western too so the traditional John Ford Western was the the good guys and the, the good guys wore white hats and the bad guys wore black hats. <clears throat> then you get to the revisionist Westerns, which started in the 60s and 70s. Clint Eastwood mostly is what it comes to mind with me. And it's a little bit more nuanced, like the good, the bad, and the ugly. The mm-hmm. good isn't really all that good. He's, mm-hmm. he's He could be bad, too. Right. So it, it, that's what's a revisionist about it. And that's a little bit of 1883 is a bit revisionist because... Mm-hmm. Um, these people that are going out, the pioneers, they're not just, just salt-of-the-earth people. Some of them are real bastards. Right. But it's pretty brutal. It's pretty sad, too. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really... I mean, I, I, I love it. But And everyone we talk to, they're like, yeah, we've, we've watched it already. Yeah. I mean, Yellow, everyone's watching Yellowstone. Yeah. Or has already seen it. Yellowstone and 1883. Watch mm-hmm. them. And then uh, Ozark's coming out. And then Skip Dexter. <laughs> well... I think you should still watch it. I don't. If you're a fan of Dexter, you should watch it. Yeah. Why not? It's, what, how many episodes? Ten? Yeah. It's, they're 40 minutes long. I think it'll leave a bad taste in not much in time mouth. out of your life. That last episode is the lowest rated episode on IMDb. Hey. All right, we got to get going. So uh, if you uh, want to listen to the Dr. Tommy show, go to drtommy.com slash podcast. And we've got a couple special offers there. One of them is for uh, Athletic Greens, which is a new thing that we started taking. And we're on day three now, and I actually feel pretty good. I do too, but I'm you know, I'm still drinking coffee because, um, well, I'm right. a junkie, a coffee junkie. But um, I feel energetic. I do. I really do. It's they're, they're not good. Okay? They don't taste good. No. It doesn't taste good, but it's only eight ounces of water. You can do yeah. eight to 12, but I do eight. If you look eight. on the package, it's really amazing what they fit into there. It's all types mm-hmm. of different extracts, a bunch of roots and yeah. uh, that I never thought I'd be eating. And then there's a probiotic in there, too. I a love mul- the probiotic part. Multivitamins in there. Right. Um, and yeah. antioxidants. <clears throat> it's really, I think it's a good thing. So if you go to drtommy.com slash podcast and click on the simple green or athletic greens mm-hmm. link there, it'll take you to a place where you can get some uh, five free uh, athletic green um, packages, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. There's a couple other things there too. Pure talk. This is a good thing to use. Pure talk is saving us like $30 a month. Yes. And um, the service has been the same. So we were with AT&T for years. Yeah. Paid them a fortune. Uh, Like, I don't know, a hundred dollars a month. 
Yep. Every month for many years. Forty seven. Forty seven dollars, and we have the same service. Um, we have the same. I think we might have a little bit less data, but you know we're on Wi Fi. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. As much as we can. And we never used all of our data with AT and T anyway. No, we didn't. And um, plus, if you go over on your data, you still can use it. It's just slow. Right. With Pure Talk, you right. don't get charged for it. So um, we haven't traveled out of the state of Florida yet with it, but um, so far it's, you know, I'm glad that we switched. Click on the Pure Talk link and see what this special is, and it's going to save you some money. Uh, Until next time, I hope you all have a good week and uh, stay safe. Stay warm. Stay warm, and then uh, inform yourself about COVID vaccines. Uh, Don't don't listen to just us. Inform Mm -hmm. yourself from everybody. But... uh, Uh, That's the best thing is to be an informed patient, informed consumer. Mm -hmm. So until next time, bye-bye.